Hello, and welcome to the Pendulum Theories. I'm your guide through this journey as we will talk about how to enjoy life and learn to love better. This is the first episode of the Pendulum Theories. And I want to let you all know that I titled it Pendulum Theories because this is just a guide. I'm not a doctor. (laughs) I'm not trying to persuade or sell or mock anyone else's ideas or concepts or even make them my own. I'm just putting my own spin on how I feel life is and life has been and life could be. So please bear with me. This is uh, new to me. So I just want to be able to share how beautiful enjoying and living and loving truly is. I titled it Pendulum, or I use the pendulum aspect because I feel just like a pendulum is fixed and it swings back and forth under the influence of gravity, a pendulum can also be used to regulate, you know, time because it is an interval of time takes place through each oscillation. And from that, it is constant. And so life in general, you know, is constant. We can't hit a pause button. We can't hit a rewind button. And we can definitely not (laughs) fast forward (laughs) through some of life's wonderful uh, happenings that, you know, will take place and will cause us to just wonder why. So let's get started. And you can call me Doc. And, you know, I may tell you why I chose to be called Doc. Like I said, I'm not a doctor, but just think of me as a, like I say, a guide, a narrator to introduce you to what's better for you. I titled this first episode, Sweet Dreams. Why? Because I heard that song playing (laughs) three days ago when I was at the beach and it was beautiful. I took some pictures. The sun was shining bright. And it was was very few people out there. And I just sat from above a pier and just looked down at the beach and was just in awe of the beauty of the day. I mean, it was amazing. So, when I think of sweet dreams, I want to focus on dreams that we have as a child, (laughs) dreams that we tried to hold on to as a teenager, and what happened to those dreams as we became an adult. Now, the dreams that we have as a child, 
I don't know if you remember, but I remember my dreams. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to be everything and do everything. I wanted to be the fireman, I wanted to be in the military, I wanted to be I wanted to be a pilot. Maybe because I saw too many movies, Top Gun for instance. Maybe it was because I love the uniform. You know, the structure of it, how it looked, how it fit. It was you know, it was tailored to each and every one that wore that uniform. And I, I, I thought that was cool. It was just, it was, it was a cool feeling. But also as a child, you know, I dreamed because I wanted something that I didn't have in my life at the time. And I was happy. I mean, I had a good childhood. But when we like to think about our childhood, a lot of us focus on the things that cause us the most pain. Well, I'm going to tell you, don't do that. Because if you're raising children, you want their dreams to be full of light and full of life. So I know I always think back to all the fun I've had. Like I remember I used to go to a park a lot with my mother and my father. They were both really silly individuals and they would take us to the park and my mother <laughs> was not as coordinated as my father was my dad played sports but my mom was funny and she was fun because she just you know she loved the moment and I think I inhabited or inherited <laughs> all of her uh, uncoordinate uncoordinate coordinate I don't know what the word to say, but uncourtness. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> but I inherited it all of it because I can't dance to save my life without you. We'll talk about that later. But as a child, I used to always love that she always had a smile on her face. And so my dreams were big because my parents were happy people. Like my father was into martial arts and you know, he was an army brat and he was able to, you know, have all these ideas and adventures as he grew up. So when, you know, being a child and hearing his stories, I was like always an artist to hear him speak because, you know, he just he got your blood pumping, got you excited. And he was like, where are we going next? <laughs> you want to be a part of those adventures, those dreams that he spoke about. So, you know, for us now, for those of us that are adults, of course, like myself, I want you to take a moment and think about your dreams. Think about the dreams you had as a child and try to grasp one moment to where you were like, that's it. That's what I wanted to do. And how did it make you feel to want to do that? Like what, what drove you to be that excited, to be that, you know, just happy about that moment? What I wanted to do, what was my ultimate dream? <laughs> to be a teacher. I had lots of dreams. I wanted to travel the world. I wanted to be a part of exciting happenings around the world. 
whether it was, uh, you know, a race, like uh, <laughs> the running of the bulls. I've seen that before on TV and I was like, wow, I want to do that. But I just wanted to be a part of change. And I, I learned over the years that, you know, you know, one of the dreams I, I held on to as a child was to always enjoy the moment. Because as I enjoy those moments in my, in my back of my mind, I try to bring that same energy out. So when you're thinking about whatever dream you had as a child or what you wanted to do as far as whether it was career-wise or a trip you wanted to take because you saw it on TV or you read it in a book, you know, how did it make you feel? Did it make you feel happy? Did it make you feel excited, ecstatic about life, about living? Was it a part of a, you know, was it attached to something you saw as a child? Like a, a family member, an uncle, aunt, or even an older brother or sister? I know my dreams as a child were influenced by all of the above. <laughs> It's like whatever I saw, I attached, I attached um, happiness to it. That whatever it was that, that thrilled me. And some things that thrilled me, I still held on to today. Like, for instance, Top Gun, for instance. <laughs> I don't know why. But my father took me to see this movie, and he had the soundtrack on tape. <laughs> he would play that, that song, Danger Zone, a million times. And, you know, I would listen to this song and I, I you know, you hear the words. Okay, I'm trying to sing it, but I'm gonna sound retarded if I try. <laughs> but, you know, you hear it. Yeah, I'm playing in my head. Now, now, you're not gonna get me to sing it, not this time, not yet. But uh, you hear the words. And you're you're you you just you hear that music, dun, 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 dun. yeah. I know you know what I'm talking about, and it just takes you somewhere. I wanted to be a part of that, and I did. I ended up joining the Navy, and I got to see jets take off an aircraft carrier, and it was it was amazing. So I wonder, and I ask you this. The dreams you had as a child, did you ever, and did you ever get to enjoy them? Did you bring them to life? Did you bring and give life to those dreams? Now, let's say you did. Because I haven't gave, I didn't give life to all my dreams. So if you did, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. Because there's still time. You know, some of our childhoods were not as fruitful as others. So, you know, most of our dreams were either in a book, if we kept a diary or journal like, you know, I did, or were just on TV or in our heads. And then they were held tight in our hearts. And that's okay, too, because there's still time. And as you think about those dreams... You know, start to think about 
what happened when you became a teenager? How did those those dreams change? How did they formulate into either a better dream or adaptation of a bigger dream? Because, you know, when you become a teenager, (laughs) a different type of lifestyle is introduced to us. You know, I played with toys up until I was 14. I had G.I. Joes. I had, you know, I had a video game system. But as far as my action figures, I loved them. I used to have, I had the craziest imagination. I mean, I used to have real life, you know, wars in the backyard where I grew up. So, you know, I was, I was all about it. <laughs> I was all about being that big kid. However, I learned when I got to high school that not everybody was into G.I. Joe still. You know, music changed, life changed, you know, movies changed. And people were into, you know, more bigger and better things as we thought were bigger and better. And sometimes those dreams changed. Now, how did those dreams change for you? How did the dreams manifest into something either better or worse. I don't want you to focus on the worst, but I want you to respect that it did happen. It did take place because we got to acknowledge that, you know, in our lives that some things happen that we're not proud of, but we have to face them. We have to understand that it did happen, but look at you today. You're still here. Can you smile? I know you can, because I can smile. And we can say it hurt, but it didn't last forever. So let's go. Let's look at these dreams that we had as teenagers. I know one of my dreams as a teenager was I watched more movies. And I was like, hmm, I can be an actor, but who doesn't want to be an actor, right? Or a singer. I wasn't. Not a good singer, but, you know, like everybody else, you know, you hear your jam, you'll sing it. (laughs) You'll sing every word of it, especially if you know it. (laughs) Whether you're in the shower or in the car with your family or even by yourself, that's the best time to sing anything, right? So these dreams we have as teenagers, you know, sometimes they get bombarded with other ideas and other concepts that are introduced to us as teenagers. Like, for me, it was girls. Now, I was very shy. I was very timid. So, you know, to hear, you know, your fellow peers and other, you know, people in your neighborhood talk about girls. Yeah, we played sports. We played football. We played basketball. We played baseball, you know, where I grew up on the streets. However, it was always in the back of everybody's mind or in the back of every conversation, it was girls. And it was like, wow. But a girl was never part of my dreams, but it became a part of my lifestyle. (laughs) So the dreams I had from being a child, you know, sometimes they got pushed to the back burner, as they say. But, you know, whenever... I was alone and I was, 
you know, had those moments to where I can actually write or sit down and and think to myself, those dreams came back to me. And I still wanted to see the world. I still wanted to travel. I still wanted to be in the military. <laughs> because I had those desires to fulfill those dreams. Now, ask yourself this. Did you have those same desires that you had as a child, as a teenager? Were you able to still hold on tight and actually say, yeah, I'm still going to do this. (laughs) But what also happens when you're a teenager that kind of uh, becomes the strongest influence on us? Our parents. You know, our parents start to show us that, hey, there's no free lunch. <laughs> like it was introduced to me. And you have responsibilities. You have chores. You have this to do, that to do. Oh, and like some of us, you know, or many of us, I know I did. We all, you know, we got to a certain age, you know, we had that dream of having a car. But along with that dream of having a car (laughs) came the reality of, you know, you needing a job or being told that influence from our parents to uh, get a job. And yes, I worked as a teenager, just like most of you. And as we worked, you know, we start to get become influenced by others around us within our world, within our lives. But we also began to see, you know, either how some other people's dreams are, you know, when you work with people that are older than you, (laughs) you begin to compare and contrast yourself to their life. Like, I wonder what happened to their dreams. Is this this what they dream? Is this what they, are they where they want to be? And that's wrong. We shouldn't do that. You know, I learned from one of my favorite and most inspirational people in my life, one of my favorite teachers that, you know, you have to hold on to your dream and make it yours. And that's all it matters is if it's for you, it's just for you. You can't focus on what's for somebody else or even take away from somebody else where wherever they are in life, because We all can get there. We all can be there. It can happen. We might not want it, but it may happen. It could happen. So we have to remember that, you know, we don't compare ourselves to others. Their dream is not our dream and our dream is not their dream. But as a teenager, what happens? Peer pressure and that influence from our parents and our colleagues and our peers. And we begin to change and alter our dreams. You know, that dream of going to college and gets less into, you know, I'm going to work this job and, you know, I like this job I have. I want to move up. I want to become a manager. I want to do this or I want to do that. And our aspirations change. Or, you know, throughout being a teenager, we, we fall into that puppy love. You know, it's fun. It's beautiful. You know, it, it changes us. <laughs> it has us chasing our tails so they so to speak (laughs) 
I mean, we all know someone that was was head over heels for someone in school, and it maybe was us. Maybe we were head over heels for someone. So anything can happen, and everything does happen in some cases. <laughs> and then for some of us, nothing happens at all. We're still the same person from the childhood into the teenage years, and we end up becoming that young adult and nothing has changed you ever you ever i mean you might have been this person but you ever see someone two to three years after high school during that time and you say you never change you still look the same or did someone say that to you what does that mean <laughs> i always wondered that what does it really mean when someone says that doesn't mean you change for the better or you didn't change at all, and, you know, I thought you would be here or be there, you know. But those dreams we have as teenagers, you know, that span of time from 13, 14, all the way to 19, into our 20s, we realized it was just another chapter in our lives that we thought we could hold on to at one point, especially if it was... If we have so many highlights during that time period and then, you know, our dreams were altered or focused in on because of how much fun we had or didn't have. You know, some of us got became discouraged from our experiences in high school into college or some of us became encouraged because of our those situations from high school into college however time kept moving forward right never stopped there was no pause there was no you know let me hold on to this no it all kept going forward and we just had to you know stay on that ride until we got to the next stop which was never a stop it was just a different place to to see in our lives, a different place to experience, to live, and to either enjoy or learn, or you know, ex- experience something that we didn't care to experience. And I mean, it happens, you know, because those dreams we have become, you know, become faded, or they become locked in a a memory that, you know, maybe maybe was painful. So as we become adults, I ask and I wonder, what happens to our dreams as an adult? Are we still that lively person that we were when we were a child? Are we still that energetic individual? that was always smiling in the pictures when we look back at the photo albums? Were we that, that person that can just, you know, lighten up, light up a room like we used to when we were a teenager? You know, were we that fun person in the group or were we the, were we the quiet person in our group? We became the loud person. But when it comes down to it, what happened to our dreams? Did we make them come true when we became an adult? 
Was it easy to make our dreams come true? Now, some of us are living our dream. <laughs> you know, we like to have that, that, that quote, living a dream, but it's a Monday. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not trying to down you or put you down because, hey, today is Monday, actually, <laughs> for me. I don't know what day you're listening to this, but today is Monday for me. And it was a Monday by every definition of the word. <laughs> However, it was a brand new Monday. It was a beautiful Monday. And my dream is still alive. My dream is still alive because I'm talking to you. So I want you to ask yourself, is your dream still alive? And if what happened to it, if you wonder what happened to it, I'm going to tell you what happened or what I feel or think may have happened, you killed your dream. I mean, unless you're living it. If you're living your dream, hey, kudos to you. I'm happy for you. I'm, I'm, I'm very ecstatic for you, to be honest. I want to talk to you, please. <laughs> Tell me how it feels. <laughs> and is, is your dream what you wanted? I mean, if you made it there, you worked hard, you got there, you're living your dream. Was it all that it, you know, it turned out to be? Was it, was it, was it everything you thought it would be? I want to know. I wonder. I know a few people. I have a few friends that are living their dreams. They're doing exactly what they wanted to do, what they talked about when we were in high school. I mean, they're, they're, they're making it happen. And then some people had to alter their dreams but what happened to them when we became adults i mean i'm sure if you're listening you're probably saying life happened <laughs> and you you are 100 percent right <laughs> life does happen because what happens when life happens we we get married then we have children we we struggle to finish school we finish school we finally land that job, that career, or that job that became a career. And now 10, 15, 20 years down the road, we're here. And we're still trying to figure out, am I happy? You know how everybody likes to ask that question. Are you happy? Are you, are you really happy? No, please tell me, are you happy? <laughs> or our significant other, our spouses. You know, they might ask us, baby, are you happy? What's wrong? What's bothering you? Or to some of us, we might not be happy. And no one has asked us if we're happy. You know, our parents probably ask us. And we probably, you know, tell them, you know, it is what it is. You know, we all like to say that. Well, it is what it is. No, it's not. It is what you make it out to be. Our life is exactly what it what we wanted, or I wouldn't say wanted, but what we panned it out to be. When we looked at everything that was going on, we said, okay, this is where I'm gonna go. And then we went there. And then we got there, we said, Ugh, I'm almost there. I'm not there, but you know, I can settle here. This is okay. This is this is all right. And if you said that, it's okay. 
It's not to be taken away from making a decision. Because at least you made a decision. There's a lot of us out here that still haven't made a decision. We're just, we're just making it work the best way we can. And, you know, when you think about what happens to those dreams, they get caught up in life. They get caught up in the fact that, you know, I had to take care of my child. Or I had to marry the woman because I felt it was the right thing to do. Or in some cases, some women may feel I had to marry that man because it was the right. I felt it was the right thing to do. But were you able to tell this person about your dreams? Were you able to confide in this person about, you know, what happened to your dreams? Can you tell them what happened to your dreams? I mean, each and every day, we wake up and we're like, whoa, I got to get up. <laughs> and we drag ourselves to the bathroom. What's the first thing you do when you drag yourself to the bathroom? You look in the mirror. Unless you use the bathroom first. But most of us, we drag ourselves to the bathroom. If we don't buy, bypass the bathroom to go get the coffee started. <laughs> Because we got to wake up. We have to get up. So if you're getting up, whether you're getting up because you have to pay bills or you have to go to work or you got to get those kids up and have them ready for school, you're getting up. You're making the first step to changing your life every day. You didn't even realize it because you got up. That's the first step in working towards your dream, getting up. That's step one. I read somewhere a while back that if you put or invest five to ten minutes into a project that you want to start every day, just just in five to ten minutes every day, five to ten minutes. What is five to ten minutes? How do we waste five or ten minutes? (laughs) I bet we waste five or ten minutes every day. We should probably waste more than that just sitting on the couch flipping to try to find something to watch. Waiting in traffic, you know how would it? How easy would it be to turn on the recorder on your your smartphone, your your iPhone, or your Android, and just start jotting down some thoughts of a vacation you want to take? You know, something, a project you want to start in the backyard, or something you've been putting off. How easy would it be to use five to ten minutes each and every day? To do something simple. All it takes is a little bit of work. Five to ten minutes of work. To get started. Back on that dream you had. Whatever it is. Five to ten minutes to research. How would it. What would it take to make that dream happen. Five to ten minutes. Just to say you know what. I know what I'm going to do. And this is how I'm going to do it. Five to ten minutes. I can do it. You can do it. We all can do it. Because what's the first step we do every day? We get up. And we look at ourselves in the mirror. And either, if you're not smiling, you start smiling at yourself. <laughs> it sounds weird, sounds corny, but I do it every day. Give yourself a simple affirmation. I'm going to smile at myself every day. 
I'm just going to smile at myself and tell myself, hey, we woke up. We woke up. We woke up. <laughs> because you did wake up and you got up. Whether you're struggling with something, no matter what you're struggling with, if you're still getting up, get up with a purpose. Get up with that dream in the back of your mind. Get up knowing that you can make a difference in your own life, in your family's life. Because whatever you have or don't have, you can obtain it. You can attain it. I mean, it just takes time. And it can start with just five to ten minutes of investing that time. Because what happens to our dreams as an adult? We put them on pause when our life kept going. Or we met and checked every one of those boxes to make our dreams come true. And then we realize, I can do more. But I'm happy. I'm comfortable. But are you really? Because if it's tugging on your soul, if it's tugging on the, the back of your, your collar, telling you, hey, why don't you do this? Because if you get up every morning and for those five to ten minutes that you're just deep in thought, as your coffee is brewing on the, the Keurig, which takes about seconds now, I guess. <laughs> so, <laughs> however, how you make your coffee or get up. Thoughts are still being wrestled around in their brain. Whether it's getting those kids up, whether it's, 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 it's blended with, you know, making sure you remind your spouse about their appointment or having your spouse remind you about an appointment. But you still have thoughts that you wrestle with, that you wrestle with. Those same thoughts you that come to surface when you look into yourself into that mirror and you say what if what happened where am I going what am I doing because those dreams are still there you just buried them deep but they're still there and if you go, you attain your dream then the dream changes and what did it change to what is new for you? What will and what could be new for you? What happens to our dreams is a choice. What we do with our dreams <laughs> that's the start of something that we can enjoy. How we make them come to life and bring them back to life. That's like breathing new air into into life, into your own life. I mean, that means you'll get up with a with a beat in your heart that with a little pep in your step that keeps you going, keeps you moving, keeps you pumping, keeps you grinding, keeps you smiling. It's like being a, a conductor of a train. He's all the way in the front. And the way you know he's in the front because you hear that whistle, that horn. Choo, choo. <laughs> I know that sounded weird. 
but you know he's up there. And it's just his job to make it, you know, keep the train going, keep it on the tracks. You might can't see him, but he's there. Be the conductor in your life. Sound that horn. Sound that bell. So when you get up tomorrow morning, the next morning, and the next morning, that you get up with a purpose to think about those dreams and think about how it made you feel to have those dreams. And even if your dream was just to escape, maybe it's time to stop escaping and start living. So, what we talk about tonight are dreams. And they're sweet. They're so sweet because they start off as innocent dreams. That's how you know they're real and they're pure. Now, those sweet dreams may became bitter <laughs> over the years. <laughs> Especially if we put all our dreams into one person. <laughs> hey. We're all guilty of it. I know I did it before. I've done it before. And I'm, I'm not perfect. I mean, you know, we like to believe in what makes us happy, what makes our heart happy, what makes our lives happy. And sometimes, you know, that dream becomes bitter. And we got to let go of it. <laughs> because that wasn't the initial dream. The dream you have as a child didn't, didn't wasn't attached to it anyone in particular. It was just something that we had that we were looking for. It was happiness. It was joy. It was love. It was it was living. It was enjoying. So if we still have these dreams, I mean, especially if you're like me, I still have dreams. I still have dreams all the time. But if you're still having the dreams of being happy, as long as you're getting up, you can make it happen. So, with that being said, I'm going to share something with you all. And I'm going to say this after every, every episode, every podcast that I do. And this is the first time you hear me say it. And I'll continue to say it. As the pendulum swings, either you will do or you won't, and you shouldn't, but you want to, so you don't, but you do. A decision is made by you as you welcome regret. Breathe, just breathe. The pendulum has swung and will continue swinging. Accept what's next. <laughs>